Welcome. You're listening to Talk About Healthy Living. I am so pleased to have you join me today. I was driving home on a beautiful day in Southwest Florida last week with the top down on my convertible. I was feeling grateful and alive. I was reflecting on a new program I'm creating to help people with weight loss in a healthier, more sustainable way. I flashed on the 80-20 rule, which I'll get to in a minute on how it applies to weight loss, but it made me realize that we should apply the 80-20 rule to all aspects of our life. If we did, everything would be better. Let me share my thoughts about the 80-20 rule and how it can help work for you. I'm your host, Peggy Sealfun, trained by world masters in Eastern and Western traditions. I'm an internationally known personal development coach, and I'm always exploring new ways to improve well-being. So today I'm going to explain more about using the 80-20 rule and how you should think about using it in your life. So let's start with how the 80-20 rule applies to weight loss. Teresa Cutter an Australian nutritionist, chef, and personal trainer, developed the 80-20 diet, which basically says that you can lose weight if you eat nutritiously 80% of the time and allow yourself to indulge in less healthy foods for the remaining 20% of your meals. Well, I love this so that most of the time you're eating mindfully and paying attention to delicious and healthier food choices. Then 20% of the time you're falling off the mindful good choice bandwagon, but it's okay, there's no guilt. So again, if we apply this to eating, if we splurge on an occasional dessert, no biggie. We can indulge for special occasions within that 20% factor and feel great about our choices because well, we've accepted the 80-20 approach. So it makes sense to me. And I began applying this to life. Exercise. For example, elite endurance athletes train using the 80-20 method. Who knew? It has them work at a low intensity 80% of the time and a moderate to high intensity for the remaining 20% of their workouts it becomes more efficient, kind of similar to the concept of high-intensity integral training. Now, the original 80-20 Pareto rule maintains that 80% of outcomes, outputs, come from 20% of causes or inputs. In this 80-20 rule, you prioritize the 20% of factors that produce the best results. A principle of the 80-20 rule is to identify an entity's best assets and use them efficiently to create maximum value. The principle derived from imbalance of land ownership in Italy is commonly used to illustrate the notion that not all things are equal and the minority owns the majority. But what if we totally changed our mindset about the 80-20 rule and focused on the imbalance of negativity and positivity and again apply this concept to our lives? So instead of focusing on the fact that 20% of criminals commit 80% of crimes or 20% of drivers cause 80% of all traffic accidents, let's reverse our focus. Let's change perceptions and use the rule more like the weight loss approach. With regards to work, you can produce more effectively during work hours by focusing on tasks that deliver higher returns on effort. 
Plus, I've always advocated better work-life balance, working less and producing more. One simple way to accomplish this is by taking productivity pauses, as I call them, for 20% of your workday. Let me explain. In the neurosciences, I've learned that both brain and body need regular breaks throughout the day to function optimally. If you stay on task without a timeout to restore and just change your focus for a brief moment, you'll be spending more time struggling to get things done and less time actually accomplishing anything. About every 90 minutes, you need a break. So in an eight-hour day with the 80-20 approach, you'd take about five breaks. What would you do during those breaks? Something to rest and reboot your brain. You might choose to snack on some nutritious foods to help boost your energies, or you might take a 10-minute walk outside. You might meditate, do a workout, reach out to a friend. Just break the pattern of nonstop work, which tires the brain and drains your energies. Sleep offers yet another application of the 80-20 rule. And sleep, or lack of it, is a big issue for a lot of people. I know for myself, I occasionally have a miserable night, waking up multiple times, can't go back to sleep. So if I need eight hours of sleep a night, which equals 56 hours a week, and I have poor quality sleep for up to 10 or 11 hours during that whole week, well, I'm still getting 80% quality sleep. So now I don't have to stress about those few hours of sleeplessness I can relax with what is. I'm still getting enough sleep to restore and function well during the day. And I also have a few other secret practices that I use regarding sleep, but that's in another one of my podcasts and I'll mention it at the end. All right, let's look at relationships. I love my guy. He is the best. He's caring, kind, generous, funny, creative. Yet there are moments that I find his behavior irritating, and I'm sure he feels the same about some of my antics. So here's the thing. If I focused 100% of my energies on the aspects of my relationship that are annoying, it would destroy my comfort and confidence in what we have. So again, 80% of the time I totally respect, care for, and love my life partner. Well, maybe I devote even more, 90-95%, but you get the point. You can improve the dynamics of your relationship by accenting the positive rather than focusing on what's wrong. What was that Johnny Mercer song, Accentuate the Positive? And only allow a small percentage of the time to be focused on negativity or to be aggravated. Other research in the neurosciences reveals that our brains are wired for negativity. It's actually a survival mechanism, so we can scan for dangers, and if need be, we activate the fight-or-flight response. The challenge is that we're often triggered to negative thinking as part of our cultural conditioning. So we have 2,000 thoughts every hour. What if we consciously and intentionally focused on more uplifting positive thoughts for 80% or 1,600 deliberate thoughts, mindful thoughts. What would that feel like? How would that change each hour of your day? So for instance, instead of being frustrated about being stuck in traffic, I could turn my thoughts into noticing the blue skies or the trees, the music delighting me through my speakers, the wind rustling through my hair. If I keep 80% of my focus on the good stuff, I diminish the power that negative thoughts and reactions have on my brain, my body. That becomes a small percentage of my awareness of life. 
Rick Hansen, a psychotherapist, talks about holding on to good experiences in life and savoring them. We don't do that enough. And the approach is simple. Increase the positive thoughts, making them 80% of your day. Less bad and more good. Rick Hansen says, find the neural processes that underlie negative mental factors and reduce them. Then find the neural processes that underlie positive mental factors and increase them. So it's things like being aware of how you're sitting and sit up straighter to be healthier and more assertive. Encourage feelings like gratitude, compassion. Develop useful perspectives and thoughts that really strengthen, give you resilience, help you commit to beneficial desires and habits like exercising or spending more time with your partner, having fun, playing, doing something terrific. In effect, if the mind is like a garden, we can observe it, pull weeds, and plant flowers. Earlier, I promised I'd share my sleep solution with you, and it is Yoga Nidra, a yogic sleep that restores, renews, and revitalizes. So head on over to episode 106, and you'll learn all about this restorative, integrative relaxation technique. I have put the link in the show notes. I also invite you to join the AD20 Club, a Facebook group for mind-body fitness. And by the way, the weight loss program will be available through programs on my website. I hope you benefited from your time with me today. I'm sending you love and light. And I invite you to join me again next week for another episode of Talk About Healthy Living. 